Welcome to the Northway College Podcast. My name is Ryan Knapp, and I serve as college pastor at Northway Church, and you are tuning in to our series titled Rejoice. And the premise of the series is this. There's a supreme lack of joy in our culture, in our world, and you don't have to look far to see it. And there's even oftentimes a supreme lack of joy even within the walls of the church. But what we see all throughout scripture is that we are called to rejoice, to have this abundance of joy. And so for our series, we're going to look at the different commands in scripture, uh, different places where it commands us to rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord, rejoice in salvation, rejoice in suffering, all these different commands, and we're, we're going to discuss them. And this is actually a series that we're doing with our home teams or our small groups in the week. But we're doing this podcast for those of you who maybe miss a week or you're just interested in what we're talking about. And so uh, we hope you'll follow along. We hope that this is something that is beneficial and encouraging to you and something that you can really take and apply to your everyday life. To kick off our Rejoice series in our home teams, we started with a bit of an introduction. We introduced the topic and this idea of rejoicing. And to start it all off, we, we started with a question of asking, is there a difference between joy and happiness? And so we, we unpacked it, talked about it a little bit, and the general conclusion that we came to is, yes, there is a difference. And what people were saying is that happiness is, a, is temporary. It's an emotion. It's dictated uh, from outward circumstances, external factors, but joy is something that's long-lasting. It's unshaken. It's not uh, changed by the external uh, circumstances. And so what we kind of came to is you can be joyful but not happy. And vice versa, you can be happy but not actually be joyful because happy is this short-term, emotion-driven, temporary fleeting feeling while joy is long lasting. It's unshaken. It's not moved by external circumstances. And so from there, we, we discussed um, just where we see this lack of joy in our culture. Where do we see a lack of joy in our world or do we see it? And there was a resounding, yes, we do see a lack of joy in the world around us and you see it all over the place. You don't have to go very far to see that there's a lack of joy in our culture. You can go to the news and the first several headlines, I'm sure, are not ones that are encouraging, not ones that are uplifting and happy and joyful. It, it oftentimes is it's brokenness, it's pain, there's divisiveness. You don't have to look very far in our culture to see that there's a lack of joy in it. Um, you can also see it in just the emptiness in people in general. You see a continual of chasing different things, trying to satisfy some kind of void in their hearts. Um, you see it just in hostile conversations. You see it all over the place. You see it in, in the mental health uh crisis in, in this country where you have so many people who are struggling, battling with depression and anxiety uh, and just all these different things, you don't have to look far to see the lack of joy in our world. But we moved from there and said, okay, 
is there a lack of joy within the church or do we do we see a lack of joy within the church in certain areas and the answer is yes and in a lot of ways we see a lack of joy within the walls of the church and it comes out in similar ways as in our world you see the brokenness you see the the same kind of things that go on in the culture you see a lot of complaining and negativity with some people in the church um, a lack of excitement within the church you see a discontentment uh, within the church you can even see it within the people and even leadership where you have affairs and substance abuse and all these different things that show that there really is a brokenness that there is a lack of uh, joy in the church even and so here's where we land with the lack of joy is that there's a void in the heart of mankind. Uh, in Scripture, in Ecclesiastes, it's going to say that God has set eternity in the hearts of mankind. There's a, a void that's in our hearts that we try to seek to fill in a bunch of different ways. We try to satisfy our hearts, try to bring joy by filling this void. But what we discussed in, in our home teams are that there are several lies that we believe about joy. We believe about what can actually fill that void. And, and truthfully, we, we can go and we talked about a bunch of different things uh, that we see in the culture, but what we can boil it down to, a general principle, is that we believe that joy and satisfaction and contentment can be attained through the created rather than through the creator. Um, in Romans 1, 24 through 25, it says, Therefore God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the crea creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. And so the idea is that they, mankind is lusting after all these different things and God gives them over to their lust because, and what they'll find is that the lust of their hearts don't bring them true joy. It leaves them feeling empty. See, we believe, um, and maybe we don't explicitly say this, but our actions show this. We believe that we can find satisfaction, that we can find contentment, that we can find joy in the things of this earth. Um, but inevitably, they all leave us feeling empty. When we pursue all these different lusts, all these different desires, when we try to chase joy in the created things, in the things of this world, it leaves us feeling empty. And yes, don't get me wrong, there might be a happiness for a season in some of these things. We don't chase them because uh, they're not fun or we don't find any kind of happiness from them. They'll bring happiness, but they won't bring joy. The happiness will be fleeting. We, we will, it will leave us at some point. It's not long-lasting. It's not unshakable. And so then that begs the question, okay, where does true joy come from? And it's really answered in those verses as well. And then as well as throughout the whole narrative of Scripture, true joy comes from our Creator God. 
the only place that we can experience and attain true joy is in God himself. He's the creator. He's the source of joy itself. And so we can't think to look to his creation to to find joy. We must look to him as the creator to find true joy. And then once we find our true joy in him, we can then enjoy the gifts of this earth that he's given us. We're meant to enjoy the things of this life, the things that he's given us within his his, uh, boundaries, within his uh, commands. He's given us certain things that we can enjoy, that can bring us happiness, but they have to be laid on the foundation of enjoying God himself. And so that's uh, what we're going to actually talk about in the next episode is rejoicing in the Lord because that's the foundation of everything. That's the only place where we can find true joy. Um, but j- as we went on our discussion, uh, we, we then asked the question, pivoted a little bit and said, okay, if that's where true joy comes from, but the title of our series is rejoice. So what does it mean to rejoice? What does that mean? And the definition we kind of came to is that rejoicing is a response of the great joy from within you. It's the outward action of the internal feeling, the internal emotion. And here's an example of that, uh, a small scale example of that. Say you go to a football game and someone on your team scores a touchdown. You have an internal feeling, an internal emotion of happiness, of, uh, let's just say, joy. But then the external response, you celebrating, you screaming, cheering, uh, high-fiving, going crazy, that's your external reaction. That is you rejoicing. So uh, we feel joy, we have an internal emotion and understanding and contentment of joy in our hearts, then rejoicing is the outward action. And see, here's the thing, internal joy leads to an external action. See, joy leads to rejoicing. And so as we go through this series, we are going to talk about essentially putting action to the internal joy we have. So we will look at why we should have an internal joy with all these different uh, commands that we see in Scripture. But then we will also talk about, okay, how, how does this play out in my life? What does this internal joy, what does this do for me? How, am I, uh, how do I live out of this internal joy that I have? And so we are really, really excited about the series. Um, some food for thought for you, some, some things to really think through uh, as we dive into this series, um, as you th- listen to this episode and, and think about it, is really evaluate, okay, where is there a lack of joy in my life? Where do I see the lack of joy playing out in my life? What area, what aspect? Is it in school? Is it in a certain relationship? Is it with my parents? Is it, uh, where where is it? Where do I have a lack of joy? And then understand and realize 
that the foundation for your joy is in the Lord. And so if you find an area of your life where there is a lack of joy, then you need to speak the truth of the gospel to it. That that Christ came and died for your sins, that he rose from the grave in victory. And because of that, because of his life, death, death and resurrection, you can have a relationship with the Lord, the source of all joy. And so what that means is your joy is not uh, tossed and turned by the waves of life. Your joy is solid. It's secure on the person of, uh, by the person of Jesus on the Lord. And so the areas where you have a lack of joy in your life means that you're putting your foundation of joy on something that can't sustain it. And so that's, that's just a good question for you to ask. Where is there a lack of joy? Um, where am I experiencing this? And kind of process that and process how you can reorient it onto the foundation of God himself. Well, hey, I really appreciate you for listening to this. I hope it was something that was helpful for you and encouraging to you and something that gave you something to think about. Um, next, next episode, uh, we are going to talk about this idea of rejoicing in the Lord and, and why he is the source of our true and ultimate joy and how that plays out in the rest of our lives. And that's really going to be the foundation for this whole series. Um, we're really excited about it. Um, if this was something that was helpful for you, why don't you go ahead and share it on social media, share it with your friends and, and let us know uh, how this encouraged you. Thanks again for listening. And if you are able to, we would love to see you at one of our home teams uh, soon so you can uh, join in and take part of this discussion.